You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. And welcome to episode 107 of Three Geeky Ladies. I'm Elisa Paselli, and with me are Suze Gilbert. Hi, everyone. And Vicki Stokes. Hi. And today we have a special guest that Suze referenced in the last episode. Today we are welcoming Tim Robertson, the publisher of MyMac.com and the host of TechFan. How are you, Hello. Tim? Hello. I'm good. Good. The reason why Tim is here, this was actually his idea... We had gotten some feedback. The podcast or just this episode? <laughs> it's, it's, well, it would have to be three geeky ladies and a guy or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, we had gotten some feedback a few months ago that, trying to put this politely, the person who wrote it had some negative things to say. And that's okay. We don't have a problem with that. But the way it was written was very sexist in nature. So we thought what we would do today is just talk a little bit about sexism and technology. And what I'm wondering about, Tim, is you have been in the technology field in one way or another between working for OWC, working for, was it Mac Specialist? Mac Specialist, yeah. Yep, and running MyMac.com and just being in the business and working with different people for the last 20 years plus. In your opinion, do you feel that sexism is getting worse is it getting a little less is it the same or is it something that goes up and down it depends on how you define and what you're looking at and let me explain in the hiring process i think it's getting much better i don't think as many hiring managers are particularly interested in uh, gender the way they used to be um even in the tech field uh, as someone who ran a, you know, a company that specialized in Apple products, we, I always kind of went out of my way to look for um, a unique blend, a very diverse blend of employees, because I thought that was important. I think it's important that if you walk into a store, if you are somebody who's uncomfortable with a bunch of guys, a bunch of white guys, let me put it that way, because that's more accurate, isn't it, mm-hmm. in the tech field? Yeah. Um, yes, I, I wanted someone that maybe looked like you, that was your gender, was your race. So I, I actively looked for minorities and women. The problem was, and this was seven years ago, six years ago, a lot of people that fit that description simply were not applying for the job. But I still looked for that. And I think nowadays... If I was opening up a computer store, retail, I don't think I would have as hard a time finding qualified candidates that would fit that racial or gender profile. Uh, Now, let me back up and say I wouldn't hold it against a white dude who's applying, but if two people are equal, I would probably go with the minority or the woman simply because... I wanted that kind of representation in the store. I I thought it made us more diverse Mm -hmm. and it would make some customers more comfortable. So Mm -hmm. is it getting better? I think so, but only in the hiring process. 
in the actual fields of tech, I think it's about the same, to be honest. Uh, in high-paying engineering type of jobs, it's still really rare to find um, a woman in a position of power or even a leadership. Uh, you might find a few in the engineering field, but not not as many white dudes as you would, you know what I mean? It's It's still a very white guy dominated industry. I'd like to interrupt here because I know my my husband works for the tech industry, and I found with his bosses, there's been like a real push to put um, Indians and um, Asians into positions of power, and that th- I think that demographic's changing, Tim. But I totally agree. There's there's still not hardly any women. You know, but the reason that they're they're looking for those kind of people is because they're looking long term and they're going to start outsourcing yes. more and more and more. Yeah. So they want yeah. people to speak those native languages. It's it's actually a really horrible trend um, that he is witnessing because it's outsourcing of his job eventually, and that's not a good thing. That's true because I know there's you know um, there you know you have companies that are located, of course, in India, and then you have um, you know, uh, Indians here as well that, you know, are relocating to work in the, in the tech industry. But what was interesting is how the demographic, um, my son went uh, to college here in Texas uh, at a tech school. <clears throat> uh, he did a four-year, uh, well, he got a com- uh, degree in computer engineering. And even though he graduated second in his class, what was interesting is that the valedictorian, he was one of two um, Caucasian uh, kids in the class. Most of them were Indian or Asian that are coming, you know, over. And a lot of them are tr- being trained here so they can go back over. But when you think about their pay scale, you know, in a country like India where there's just billions of people and their pay scale, um, you know, is not very high. I, you know, can understand why they would want to get as educated as they can be and maybe take jobs here. But yeah, I know. I mean, it's, you're absolutely right. It's, it is a kind of outsourcing and, um, but I do think that said, I think it's nice that the, that field is, is becoming a lot more diversified as well. well but it's um, not being diversified here. Yeah, yeah, it's not. No, no, that's that's the issue, no. and we're the yeah, ones that. Yeah. Well, his company, his industry. company is his company is his company is very diversified. Do you think that it's the big part of the problem is that you know we are all around the same age, and when we were growing up, we were always pushed to the home economics, the cooking and the cleaning and the sewing. We weren't or nursing. It exactly. was nursing, we were te- never nursing, teaching, and secretary. To, to mm-hmm. learn I know, and I kept saying, I'm not going to make a good nurse. They just didn't listen. To it. I said, <laughs> I I'm know. not going to make a good nurse. <laughs> wow. But you know what's interesting is with all the STEM, um, the emphasis on STEM, you know, yes. courses now and STEM curriculum, is. I remember Tim, and I, I mean I'm probably older than you, but I remember when we our high school got the first, we had a computer, and that's when the comp- the punch cards, you know, you had to you know put yep. the punch cards in, and the girls were not allowed to do it. It was only the boys that could get computer time, and if you struggled in math, God help if you were uh, not on par with some of the guys in the class because there was really no help. I asked. I remember when I had a physics class, and the um, teacher was going through almost a chapter a day 
And, you know, math, I, I don't know, math has never been a huge, strong subject, even though nursing does have a lot of math. And he basically kind of blew me off, like, well, if you can't keep up, just drop the class. But other guys that were struggling, he allowed them to come after school and have help. So even then, you know, there was this push where, you know, what's what's a girl going to do with physics anyway? You know, where mm-hmm. the emphasis was on, we got to make the boys understand. So um, Yeah, but you got to remember his parents were from the 40s. Correct. Or possibly the 30s. Yeah. So, it, you know, he was brought up differently. And it does take generations. You're right. Uh, for change. And I think I'm 47. So. Yeah, I'm older than you. Yeah. My my <laughs> my oldest daughter um, is done with college now. She's not a tech person at all. Uh, in fact, she just sent her computer to me a couple weeks ago so I can update the hard drive in it. Because there's just no way she would be comfortable doing it. Whereas my 13-year-old daughter, totally, she'd be, she's down for it. She's ready to go. Although she'd be scared to break it. And my son wouldn't blink an eye. He'd be all over it. So is that a, a sexism thing or it's just an aptitude? Some people are just more comfortable with tech and taking things apart and putting it together or math or science or nursing or whatever it is. Uh, you know, mm. my, my wife can't cook. And she'll be the first to tell you, she's not a great cook at all. I'm a better cook than she is. Uh, I don't know what that means. I think it's a personal thing. But the problem was, you didn't get a chance to prove your personal uh, aptitude. Exactly. If you're a woman Mm -hmm. for a long, long time. And I do think that that is changing. But, you know, really, there was three parts to that. Is Is it the same? Is it getting better? Or is it worse? I, I, I can sort of interject in there um, because I, as a, I've been in this industry for 30 years and I'm moving away from it because there's an ageism thing here, too. You know, I want you to oh, reach yes. a certain age yeah. and you make a certain amount of money. Then you it's very hard to get uh, a job. And also it's a lot of laying off and a lot of laying off is also related with that Indian thing. They're outsourcing. I worked at Wells Fargo Bank. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, tell you all about you yourself, Wells Fargo. They have their own Wells Fargo India. Most of the jobs are going over there, the tech jobs. I have a friend that works as a project manager. Her whole team is in the Philippines, you know, um, and, and she's the only American in her group. And that's becoming a trend because they can make money and there's nobody really advocating for jobs in this country. You know, and I'm not talking about politics in terms of Democrats and Republicans because nobody is doing anything that's very effective to stop this because the companies want it. They want to save money and they don't care. Um, but uh, as being in this industry for over 30 years and as a double minority, I don't see any difference from when I first started until now. I see a few more uh, minorities of uh, my race, and if you and a lot of more women, but not as much as there should be by now. It's weird. You um, don't sound Asian yeah. at all. No. <laughs> but Tim, what do you think it is? <laughs> Tim, what do you think it is that are men fearful when you have someone like is it Brianna Wu, who is the video game no, designer? No, no, you have people you're comfortable with. Who's got? That's it. You have people. You have people. You come. You can't really blame somebody from hiring somebody. No, but I know what Elisa's saying. That whole video. Yeah, you know, Brianna Wu went through hell. Oh, it was horrible by the male video game designers and male programmers because she was a woman. Oh yeah. Oh, you're talking about the 
intimidated. Yeah. No, those yeah. are just young. Those are young, ignorant boys. You know what? Yep. I don't, no I, excuse. I don't Nikki, that is no excuse. No, you know, no, it's not an excuse, but it's a reason. But yeah, that, uh, uh, I work with guys all the time, and I, I have issues with them. But it's not because I'm a woman. It's because I got a big mouth, and I'm going to say what I want to say. Look, and then I may not might be used to it, but eventually they do get used to it. Those are just kids anonymously on the internet. That's what it is. One on one, I doubt. I'm sorry. I hate to tell you guys this, but when guys are by themselves, <laughs> yep. we're, we're pretty vile. We so yeah. we do say some pretty gross stuff, and it's things that you would never say if you're standing in front of whatever the thing is you're talking about. Whether but why it's do you say or, it, Tim? Why do you say it? Because it's a macho thing. You're trying to impress people. At least that's been my impression. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's just the, hey, let's, I'll give you a prime example. I, I heard a comedian once say something, and I, and I absolutely loved it. He said, I'm with my wife, you know, and we've been together for a long time. And it's not because we agree on everything. Uh, it's because we hate the same things. <laughs> and I thought, you know what, that, that's kind of a powerful statement. Um, now, if you take it to the nth degree... Yes, you get things like the KKK or the Gamergate or, you know, anti-Muslim or anti-Christian and uh, Republicans against Democrats. You can go WWE against the other wrestling companies. You know what I mean? Cowboys against the Eagles, whatever it is. It's your mutual hate Mm -hmm. of something or not even using the word hate, dislike or discomfort that will draw people together. And you have something in common. We both dislike the Philadelphia Eagles or the Cowboys. Cause you know, I know someone here is a Cowboy fan. Not um, me. Not, are you a Cowboy fan? I'm not a Cowboy no, fan. I, no, I'm a Lions fan, oh. which means I like people that lose all the time. Oh, I'm, um, I'm, fan. I'm, I'm part of the winning team here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, that is a very powerful thing that, Hey, we both hate X, Y, Z. And we don't know each other, so we're going to talk about our mutual hatred of X, Y, Z. Now, is it done in malice? Most of the time, no. But if the wrong person from X, Y, Z heard it, overheard it, boy, they'd be in trouble. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I mean, is that human nature? I think that's always been the case. Yeah. Is that getting better? I don't think so. I don't think it will ever change. They have, they have a whole news industry based on that kind of thing. They, you, people are comfortable with people that agree with them, and they're uncomfortable with people who don't agree with them. And that's to me, that's sort of a some you a never character. want. It's a character deficiency if somebody right. can't agree with you. Well, you, know? you, you yeah. most people want to be around people who share the same worldview, whether it's religion, uh, politics, mm-hmm. work ethic, uh, sexual orientation race generally people are very tribal and we always have been i mean mm-hmm. that that's that has never changed and it probably never will be um but is it hateful i don't know i think it's in some respects human nature now how you act upon that is a totally different thing and i you know when you look at the gamergate it's exactly what vicky said it was a bunch of young boys and let's be honest, it was a bunch of young white boys. I would who say all men. Kind they of, weren't boys. A lot of them were boys. 
Uh, and when I say boys, I'm going 25 and younger. Okay. Well, um, that's men for me, but okay. Well, but, <laughs> Semantics. There yeah, was some, there were some teens in there too. Yeah. yeah. But when it was it was a home. bunch of young white dudes, and I'm a white dude myself. But it's that mentality that hey, you know, let, let's all do this. It's going to be fun. And you know, someone obviously didn't teach them the right from wrong. Although, let's be honest, yes, they did. Yeah. They just chose to ha- act in this abhorrent behavior. It was terrible what they did yeah. to that poor lady. Mm-hmm. But Tim, so you know, is it I, is it worse? I don't think it's worse. I think it's kind of the same as always been. Yeah, I think it's the same. It's See, I feel that. I feel that when, you know, however men, when they're ganged up together and they speak about women, I mean, I'm not here, I'm not privy to that conversation. So I can't, you know, so I can't say anything about it. I know women can be, I mean, just from nursing and um, being, you know, with a group of women, we can be just as disgusting, you know, when, and that's, that is in itself. I don't know if that's released, but there is a kind of social moray that when you're out in public that like, for instance, um, you know, when you're, you're talking about women's genitalia in front of them, or when you, when you mention, when you, when you have a sexist, I mean, you know, it, there's a fine line because, you know, when you're a young woman and you know, you're thin and your skin is great, you have no wrinkles and you're just, you know, sashaying down the street and a guy turns around and he whistles at you, you know, I, I would not think that is sexism. I know some women feel that is very wrong, but I think that's just kind of like an appreciation that, you know what, you you look beautiful. But I know some people would take offense at that. On the other hand, because basically they're fe- feeling that the man is objectifying the women, but, you know, there is a degree of attractiveness. It's become sometimes to the point where I think we're almost – reluctant to say that person you know is handsome or he's gorgeous or she's beautiful because there is this um, undercurrent of saying the wrong thing but when I think people you can't tell me sometimes if you if well I, if people are intelligent or they are aware if they haven't been living under a rock for the past 30 years they have to know that when they make a comment that is con i find condescending to me condensation to me is um when somebody is very condescending that is sexist to me when they're treating me as if i'm dumb and sometimes when you call for instance like you know you're calling for tech support and you know you say you know i've had this issue with this you know with this product this imac or this epson printer and blah 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 and i'm i'm basically using vocabulary to let the person know that i'm i'm pretty fluent in what i'm doing and when they're condescending or let me get you somebody that um because i've never heard this problem before yeah, and you get those mail, guys too in their mail i just want to give them you know i want to I want to use some really vulgar language to them because I'm so angry that they're being condes- they're being condescending. And I went through this. I hate to name the Apple Store, but I went through this with a genius at the Apple Store. I told them what happened. I said, you know, my husband's an engineer. We went through the computer, and this is what we think is happening. Uh, no, our diagnostics didn't show that. And I was furious. I reported him to the manager because basically he told me, he said, I just think, you know, you're, you're kind of just being sensitive to this. Maybe, are you making this up just to bring in your computer all the time? He actually said that. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? I almost had a stroke on the spot. So 
I just find that condensation, you know, when, when people can send, I think you're right, Vicki, because there is an ageism thing. I'm mm-hmm. a middle-aged woman. I surely don't know anything about computers, you know, surely. That's that's what they, they treat you like. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I still think that's very strong. I think that's going on really strong. And I'm, I reported him only because I think Apple, with the, with the diverse population and of employees that they have i'm sure he's been trained at apple not to do that so mm-hmm. i feel that he, and i told the manager he needs to be retrained that's what i said to him I so think here's 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 a good question for you guys do you think it's wrong for uh, let's say men to use the fact that they're a man to draw more attention to themselves to get benefits how can they do that way? though? Yeah, I'm yeah, not sure what yeah. you mean. Yeah. Uh, let's say I start a show right now and it's three geeky guys. <laughs> Is that wrong? Am I being sexist? No. Not because at all. You're, it's now, just do you like say us. that because we're on three geeky ladies? No, no, no because no, no. our no. tagline is technology from a woman's perspective. Right. So, three geeky ladies for us, I mean, if you look at each word, there's three of us. Right. We're geeky and we're well, ladies. Well, some of, some of us are ladies. I'm not. I'm not. The is getting better. A show like this 20 years ago, I don't think would have been very popular at all because I don't think you would have had much of an audience. And the thing now I do want to say is that we have both male and female listeners and we yeah, have we gotten do. feedback from our male listeners, whether it was through mm-hmm. email or Twitter or whatever. And some of it is, hey, you know, I totally agree with you, or they answer a question that we posed. And some of it has been, hey, you know, I disagree. You know, you said X, and I disagree with you. I really like that item. Or, hey, you made a mistake. And that's fine. Yeah. We, yeah, don't, we, exactly. know, we love to, no, If yeah. we make a mistake, we do want to be corrected. If we say we love something and they say they don't or vice versa, that's great because that, you know, enhances mm. the discussion. But in every single instance, except the very first one that we talked about, Everyone has been very respectful. And, and, I, and I will even go so far as to call out the person because he actually had a show back when the MyMac Podcasting Network was the Stoplight Network, although originally it was the MyMac, so he kind of went back. Uh, it was Sandro. And he had a show, which if I'm not mistaken, wasn't it a was it a, either a photography or a gardening show? I forget which one now. I don't know. doesn't matter. Um, and I think his comments were very sexist but it wasn't very sexist you know what i mean i think 20 years ago it, i think it would have been pretty vile i, I think he was pretty tame i think he was compared to i think he was just rude i think he was rude but i i i got a yeah. i got a big strong whiff of sexism and i'm very sensitive to it um and i have been for a very long time um I, yeah it was there it was and he wasn't even trying to disguise it, really. But he, no, he, he wasn't. He and the also, thing is, it's oh, go ahead, go, go, go ahead, okay. finish your thought. Oh, I was saying, you know, I've been having an experience, and other Apple users have. It's all over the forum boards about when you use iCloud for your photo albums. Sometimes they're duplicate. You you have them in duplicate or triplicate, you know. And yeah, you it's just a it's a weird bug in iCloud. 
supposedly Apple knows about it. Um, my son has the beta uh, 11. I asked him if, you know, he's ha- been having any duplications, you know, in his photos. But Sandro basically called me out on that. That never happens. Well, that's not true. And he basically said, I know nothing about, you know, the photos. I, well, you know, that's not true. I'm a photographer. And yeah. it does happen. And, you know, if you do a little research on Google, you know, just before you, you hit that send button for a comment, you might find out that I'm not alone in having the same issue. And that's what kind of... Well, that was exactly it, Suze, because he was complaining about things that we were... We've never said our word is the gospel. If we say an iMac is the best thing ever, that's what you should buy. That's not what we're saying. We're saying, in my opinion, I like this, I don't like this, or I experienced this because I was criticized one time because my Apple Watch was doing something it wasn't supposed to do or actually wasn't doing what it was supposed to do. And someone said, well, that doesn't happen to me, so you're doing something wrong. It's like, Hmm. that's my experience. Yours may be different. um, My issue with him was what he said, we have no business uh, doing a tech show. And I got 30 years years of experience in tech. And and that was the part that stuck out. That was the sexist part. Now, I've been wrong on Tech Fan and before that, the MyMac podcast, even when I was doing OWC radio. And I never had someone say, he has no business doing this show. Never, not once. And I've been doing podcasting for I don't even know how many years now since 2004 so what what is that 13 years mm-hmm. um so i put myself out there almost on a weekly basis for well over a decade and i've never had that kind of a comment and i took that comment as very sexist like mm-hmm. they you the girls yeah, yeah, the girls. Uh-huh. The girls should not. Why are they talking about their girls? And we're spoiled. Hey, I work hard. I can spoil myself. If yeah, I want. what the <laughs> hell? We're spoiled. Well, you know but what? Tim, you well, do the spoiled same thing is another. We do. Yeah, well, you, no. I mean, you and David the spoiled do the was, same, Yes. The same absolutely. thing. You the say, I love part. Spider-Man. He says, I yeah. don't. And then you go back and right. forth. It's your opinions. Right. But no, he but says this, spoiled yeah. because it's a, it's, it's a euphemism. Exactly, exactly, Tim. You know, it, you a spoiled woman. Yes, that that's again. You you don't you see never, a man is spoiled. A, a, me a spoiled. Oh, you're just a spoiled dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. Because I totally am, but I spoil myself. <laughs> I've got arcade <laughs> machines in my office. It doesn't take <laughs> I know. Much more spoiled than that. <laughs> yeah, but I never. I've never had anyone call me spoiled because you don't use that euphemism on men. You use it on women. You do, and that's. That's kind of where, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to publicly post that out there and he actually left it on a comment on the website itself. So it was public. I'll call him out on it. Dude, you're a douchebag. Sorry. Mm-hmm. You're a douchebag. I, I agree. I mean, the thing is, no one's forcing, no one's forcing him to listen to it. So if he's, if this incenses him so bad and we get sure under his did. skin, then I'm don't sure listen, listening. you know, don't listen to it, dude, you know, dude, but you, it's, it's obviously Sandro, you're, you're. You're a sexist douchebag. And you know what? I'll be the first one to say you have every right to say whatever you want, but so do we. And you're a douchebag. So there you go. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't know why uh, people feel that um, they have to tell you everything that pops into their mind. I was walking in my community. It's a little private community. And during an election time, this guy saw my little 
political sign had on my car. I'm, I'm probably never going to do that again. And he walked up to me and just started talking to me. And I realized. He said, how could you be a Trump supporter, Vicky? Come on. No, no, it wasn't Trump. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely not Trump. But that's he was saying. Because, because he had, Trump had not been elected as the Republican. But at a, if, if he continued around that vein, he probably would have, I could have asked him that. And he just stopped sprouting off about stuff that he actually did he, well, I was voting for the socialist, so you know who that was. And he goes, you know he's a socialist? And I just turned around and said, okay, fine. Uh, do you know what socialist means? And that stopped the conversation right there because he really didn't. But well, I tell I, people I'm a liberal and they go, they act like, oh, you're actually admitting you're a liberal? Yeah, do you actually know what the definition of liberal is? You know what? You said more more balanced stuff than I ever knew. I did not know you were a liberal. Uh, <laughs> I didn't. But the thing is this. Why it says people- right on f- Facebook. You go to my profile and it says liberal right there. <laughs> I got a friend that calls Facebook face palm, which I kind of like. <laughs> well, think about this, Vicki. I, you know, yeah. I, 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 you could literally say that I produce your guys' show because I host it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it I, I pay for it. it you know, it's, it's, it's not free bandwidth out there. I don't know anybody who gives you free bandwidth, true free brand bandwidth. So it actually cost me money to put you guys up here, um, on the internet. Now, could you do it without me? Sure. Absolutely. You could. Yep. Um, but you don't have to, and I'm not asking you guys to pay. I do that myself. That's kind of liberal for some well, white dude to be putting. Oh, it is. We should, we should call you daddy, Tim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, we, do, we do acknowledge you as a publisher. Uh, sure. But, but my point is, though, it's, I think it's the responsibility of creators to call out BS when you see it, call out douchebags when you see it. And I think because of this world that we live in where, ostensibly, distribution is free right? Ostensibly. It's for all practical purposes. I'm not going broke producing all these shows, but I'm also not getting rich off of it. Mm -hmm. So I produce a number of shows that have a pretty diverse uh, group of opinions, I think, and, and a lot of different subject matters. Because I think it's important that when we're talking about sexism, or differences in uh, political opinion, or religion, or whatever it happens to be, I think that it's people like us that make a big difference in people's lives more so now than ever before, because all media now, the big media, they're all owned by giant companies who only really care about one thing and that's profitability. Mm-hmm. If that means you spout one side of a, an argument over the other, or you push one ideology over another, it's because you want to make money, whether you believe it or not. But what they're not about is justice. And when I say justice, I mean uh, freedom of the press, free speech, um, the true term of democracy, which I don't believe we do have in America. Uh, Those are the things that are important to me. And whether I agree with someone like Sandro and what he says or not, whether I agree with what you guys say or not, I'm going to be the first one out there to defend your right to say it, as long as it's not inc- inciting violence. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't stand the message of something like the KKK. I can't stand it. It makes me ill. 
but I do think they have the right to their opinions as long as those opinions don't infringe on the rights of others. Yeah. I, I, I don't That's get, where the change comes from. I don't get why if you would um, waste your time um, writing a comment or stating something on Facebook about somebody in such a negative way. I don't have the time and energy for it. So I'm wondering where they find it. You know, um, it, it boggles my mind. Um, and everything isn't conservative and, and, and liberal. But like you say, somebody has a vested interest in us arguing over this trivial stuff. Well, you know? that's a form of entertainment, though. Let's be honest. Yeah. You know, I, Sean Spicer was fired today as we record this. I saw that. Yeah. He resigned. You know, he resigned. and I was bummed he out. You know, he resigned. Whatever. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. Hold on. I got music playing in the background. Which I thought good I, for him. Um, <laughs> No, it, but here's the thing. I was bummed out. You know why? I disagreed with everything he's ever said almost, right? Yeah. But he was, it was entertaining. <laughs> At least I was entertained, right? Yeah, yeah. So I was a little bummed out. But it's, it's, it's people like you guys, people like me, that I think that's where change happens. And you start changing minds. And you do it, Vicky. By when somebody like Sandro sends that kind of a feedback in, you don't just ignore it. You take it on head on. Yeah. And even if you just change one person who might have agreed with that person, they get to hear your argument. You get to, they get to hear you saying what oh, this guy's a douchebag and here's why. That's when you start changing people's opinion. That's mm -hmm. when their beliefs very slowly, beliefs don't usually change very quickly very slowly starts changing. No one person is any one thing. Now I say I'm a liberal. I am. Does that mean I completely disagree with everything the conservatives want to do? No, there's a couple things that they do. I'm sure I haven't, <laughs> but I'm sure there are things out there that I would totally be down with. You know, when it comes to, um, any one subject, I don't think anybody is just one thing. And it's important for what we're doing in the world today with YouTube, with podcasts, uh, with the decentralization of um, information, i.e. you're not just getting it from three networks every night at six o'clock. I think that's vastly important. And I think mm. it is changing things. So is it getting better? Yeah, I, I, I think it actually is getting better. Here's the thing. We all want to see change. And we want to see change now, right? Mm -hmm. It doesn't work that way. And almost anything. Technology is about the only thing they're that I can think of that changes almost overnight. I mean, the iPhone, when it came out in 2007, changed an entire multi-billion dollar industry within two, three years, right? Mm -hmm. Two, three years, it was completely changed. Right. Can you think of anything, whether it's religion or politics or anything that's ever changed that quickly? No. Some other people than, say, well, than, Trump, other, Trump other, that other was than, a radical change. How can we go from Obama to Trump? That's a massive change. It actually isn't. It was very, it was building up for a very long time with a lot of people who were very resentful. Um, and it just came to a head and then apathy. Well, Bernie Sanders didn't get the nomination. I think it was fixed. I'm not even going to vote. So, so he, the, the guy you didn't want to win won because of resentment on one side, which was slowly building and then apathy on the other, the, the inability to act. So I think change takes a very long time. Sexism is no exception. I do think it is better. I really do. Mm. 
And it's going to take a long time before we get the equity that I know the three of you would love to see in the technology world. Mm. But it's going to take a while. I think people are being called out on sexist things more. I mean, overtly. I think, you know, you have to be careful that you don't cry wolf on, you know, just trivial things. But the the larger the picture, I think people are being called out or they're at least becoming more sensitive to it. And well, I think company companies are also having training for their employees about, you know, what's appropriate, what's not appropriate, what to, what you can say, what you can't say. And I, you know, I think HR departments are also uh, helping in that respect. So, you know, I think it is super. getting better. Oh well, yeah. Well, we won't even talk about <laughs> but uh, I know, well, but, you my- know, but the thing is with nursing, like for, for instance, for nursing is that when men came in, because, you know, for the longest time, you know, nursing was a male-dominated, oh, excuse me, a female-dominated field. And then men started, you know, um, when the pay started getting better, men started um, coming into it. And I have to say is that men changed that, too. They they demanded better pay for nurses. I mean, they, they saw the inequities. And so there is this this type of, um, I want to say complacency, Tim, but I would say that, you know, it's like teachers, you know, look how teachers have been fighting for, you know, decent pay and benefits for a long time. And men and women teachers have been doing that. And, you know, when I looked at professors, I remember when I went back to college 10 years ago, some of my professors said they were still making less than their counterparts. I couldn't believe that. I'm thinking it's 2004. What do you mean you're making less? They did. But yet they had their PhD and, you know, maybe their counterpart only had, you know, like a master's or, or whatever. Um, so it's it's interesting to see, you know, so many fields what, that, what? that have in, you know, that that I want to say, dispa- I would say disparity. Well, when when I first started working in the industry, I worked at a company, uh, defense industry company, and they grossly were grossly underpaying me. Once I found that out, you know, I quit obviously, and I I, I moved on to another company. Uh, and shortly thereafter, everybody there got a raise because uh, they were concerned about a lawsuit because uh, it was a valid lawsuit I had against them for grossly underpaying me after working for that for five years. And from then on. I make it a, made it a point to keep track of what's the average salary from, for, for whatever position and I'm applying. And now that information is way, is out there all over the place. That, so, were you being underpaid because you're a woman or black? What was the, what do you I think? I think it's because I, I came in as an intern and I was young and stupid. And, and <laughs> I didn't, I mean, I should have been demanding more. But I would say maybe naive, but yeah, 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 I, mean, yeah, I wouldn't say stupid, I'd say inexperienced. Yeah. I would too. <laughs> you guys are being kind. No, I'm not. I've sat, I've sat with you many times in Macworld Expo. Um, I've known you for what, ten years now. Yeah, please, yeah. You are not a stupid person on any level. She's, she's I not. would, I would. No, it's just you got to no, accept that you're smart. I, okay, I was not. <laughs> I would say I was naive. I didn't. Well, I didn't know any better. Yeah, that's naive. Actually, a guy I was seeing, he was already an engineer, had been in the engineer for another year, laughed at me, and I said, nobody's ever going to laugh at me. He's like, I can't believe you're doing this. You, I mean, you should be making ten times what you're making now. That's because I didn't need any much. Much, you know, I was. 
out of college. I had my own apartment. I had my own stuff. So I felt fine. You know, financially, I thought I was okay. Didn't realize that, that I should have been asking for more. Didn't realize that you are supposed to, you know, keep track of that kind of thing. And not only that, they were hiring more people based on me taking less money. Because um, we're wondering, we're, we're on a fixed budget. You know, this is, defense contract jobs have a fixed budget. Where are we getting all these extra people? Well, I'm telling you, I was underpaid by at least 40000 a year. Wow. That's a lot of money. You know, so they hired a bunch of other folk and they could, you know, do whatever the heck they wanted to do, you know. And uh, I was so livid. And that's from that point on, I wouldn't take a job. And I, I wouldn't even, I would, before I even went in there, I said, I would tell them, this is what I expect to get. If, I, if this isn't on the table, then let me move on to the next job. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to go there. Uh, a lot of women don't, are, aren't comfortable with that. Fine. Get a headhunter. Let them negotiate your salary. There's a lot of ways we can get what we want, but we got to demand it. We can't just, just give in. Every It's week, not even what you want. It's what is fair and Equitable. Fair and equitable, yes. yes. But I, I don't know how many of my female friends, regardless of what profession they're in, they just, oh, they say they're not going to pay me that. I said, well, then, you, then you tell them, you know, this is what you want, or, and then I'll actually have a real or that <laughs> you can go well, to. Well, here, here I, I can actually, I, I've actually learned a little bit of research on exactly that, Vicki. And the reason for some of the inequity now is, and, and they've done studies where, the person that was in charge of negotiating for a company, and, and this is pretty well known now, was that men would negotiate much harder than women were, and they thus they would get more. Women would take it easy. Now, why is that? I think because traditionally, women yes. were taught to be nicer, mm-hmm. to be polite. And to comply. To com- mm-hmm. Well, somewhat, but I just don't think that a lot of women um, – for the, it's changing now, but for a long time, women just weren't confrontational in that kind of respect. Mm. Um, I think they were much more respectful for those in charge. Whereas I think a lot of men simply weren't because they all yeah. wanted to be the head. I, I, th- I was like that my first five years and then until I got angry and realized that I'm an African American woman, African American women tend to not be passive. <laughs> That's not a trait we teach our kids in any way, shape, or fashion. And they may come off as arrogant, but you got to be loud. The squeaky wheel gets the oil, you know? That's exactly right. You know, you got to, you know, and I'm not blaming the people because, like I said, I did the same thing. But you got to learn from your mistakes and you you can't, don't underestimate your value. Don't ever do that. Well, Vicki, you know, I know when I got my first job at a hospital, they said, this is what you make. And I said, but I have ex- some experience. And she said, well, I can give you 25 cents more. But you didn't argue the point because yeah. they didn't have a lot of jobs at that yeah. time. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. and so. There well, was at least you got the 25 cents. They know next time when, when there is more 25 cents on the table, you're going to ask for it. You know, I, 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 just thought, I thought, OK, you know, I better not. I, I don't I want the job. And I knew there was, you know, quite a few nurses applying, so nursing students. So I, I did it. But you know, that's the problem. Is sometimes I think women are afraid they're not going to get the job, and they are afraid to negotiate. Maybe not so much now, but I remember when I was young, um, you know, like you, I just, I, I was grateful because I figured, well, at least I'll get, you know, experience. And, but yeah, it's, it's. And, and I did have something that was valuable. Yes, she did. 
a secret clearance as well as my tech background. It's very <laughs> hard to help somebody with both the ability to pass a secret clearance. <laughs> so once I realized those things were valuable, I negotiated. You know, I, I did whatever I could to get what I needed to get. And I didn't always succeed. You know, sometimes I right. took a job because the experience was more important than the money. And right. um, I could walk away with more later. Yeah. You, know, uh, you got to just weigh what you what you're going to get. You know, it's not always about money. But see, tech jobs may pro- they probably pay a heck of a lot more than well, you know, nursing jobs pay better now. Not but now they don't. but yeah, at the time, they're probably, they're probably you know, equitable they now. They never paid. They never. I mean, you. I when I lived in Tucson just what six years ago, I could not believe there were nurses that were working two jobs. I never heard of that. They were they couldn't make ends meet and they had to work two jobs. I thought, good this, lord, that's tough. This was, uh, well, you know, six, six, seven years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was working for a nursing agency while my son was in California. There's a huge shortage of nurses here. Yeah. <laughs> in Arizona, not so much. But yeah, at least at that time. Tim, I think I yeah. told you this before, but you know that you were responsible for the three of us coming together. It's been yeah. a long time. <laughs> I don't remember. Well, the, you were the... on, I can't even remember if it was Tech Fan or if you were doing... OWC, I don't remember which podcast it was, but you were talking and you had said this a number of times over the course of time. You know, hey, if you're if you want to do your own podcast, we'd love to have you on the MyMac Podcasting Network, you know, really consider it, blah, 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 blah. And one day, all of a sudden, the light bulb went off in my brain and I couldn't get what you said out of my head. And I just kept thinking, hmm, I wonder if I should do my own podcast. What would I talk about? What would I do? And at that time, this was what, 2012, right? Because we've been doing this five years. So it was 2012, yep. early 2012. And yeah, it would have been tucked I looked on mymac.com and Suze, Vicky, and I were the only three female writers at that time yeah, that active. were active. So I got in touch with them and I said, I had this idea. We had never really met other than maybe responding to someone's email, but we had never really had a conversation. And I emailed the two of them and I said, you know, what do you think about the three of us doing a podcast together? And Suze, your response was like, this is so exciting. I would love to. And mm-hmm. Vicky had the same response. So we met on mm-hmm. Skype and we chatted and we clicked right away and we thought about mm-hmm. what we wanted to do. And five years later, here we are. Yeah. Now, I know we had Vicky on the MyMac podcast back when I hosted that show. We we had her on there a couple of times, didn't we, Vicky? Yeah. Or yeah. At least at the Macworld Expos you were on. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, I don't. I, I seem to remember that maybe we had you on Tech Fan or something as well, Elise. Um, OWC Radio. Was that what it was? Yeah, and I think I did a Tech Fan when David wasn't available, and I was Sounds on right. my Mac, I believe, when I recorded with Guy, but I don't remember who his partner was at the time. I don't know if it was Gaz or if it was you, but whatever. Yeah. And I do remember the first time I ever actually talked to Suze was on Three Geeky Ladies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we but, talked about games of, Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> Which started up again. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. Uh, um, no, Vicky and I talked about that the other day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I and I still do it sometimes on Tech Fan, encouraging people, but not to the extent mm-hmm. that I used to. And I should probably get back to that. There's actually a commercial in the network dropbox shared folder uh that does exactly that encourages people to uh get a hold of us if they like to start a podcast because this goes back to what i was saying earlier 
I think it's extremely important. You know, I don't think people's minds are changed by watching network programming. But podcasting is something different. Now, some people, oh, it's, it's just like radio, except it's online. Yes, that's the most basic definition, but it's not really all that accurate. And here's why. You can get a job as a DJ, but even going back to the 50s, guess what? There was only so much stuff you can say. Mm-hmm. You still had guidelines that you had to follow. If you want a paycheck anyways, because say whatever you want, but then you're fired, right? Mm-hmm. That isn't true with podcasting at all. You can say anything you want, anything. And the only repercussions are from your audience. Now, if you have advertisers, maybe you do kind of restrain yourself a little bit because you know what? These advertisers, maybe they're not going to want to send us money if I'm going to start talking about this thing over here because they don't want to be associated with it. But it's still your show. You still have those choices. You could still say whatever the heck you want to say. And I think, and, and here's the thing, it's not just your local town. It's not even your state or your country. It's worldwide. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's, it's international in a way that no other content is that personal. Yeah, the internet. Except, yeah, it's not all that personal, is it? Look at the Gamergate thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of those guys were anonymous. They wouldn't have said what they said if everyone who the, knew who's, who they were. Right. But podcasting, the v- majority of the people listening to this show right now have headphones on or in their car. And they're probably by themselves because the spouse doesn't want to listen to this crap, right? <laughs> That's just the way it is. You never get two people in one family that are like, hey, the new geeky ladies are out or tech fans are out. No, it <laughs> doesn't happen. They're like, ah, I don't want to hear that. So it's, it's very personal. It's just your voice and them sitting in a car driving or on a bus or on a train or walking the dog, but you're in their ear. That's a very personal thing. And that's where your voice can actually influence people can actually have a hopefully positive impact on change. That's why I always encourage people to do it because that's how we change it. That's how we shrink the world. That's why we, that's how we shrink that. Hey, I know you're Muslim and I'm not, but you know, maybe that doesn't make a difference. Hey, I know that you're a Democrat and this guy over here is Republican, but you know what? Look at all these things that we actually have in common. Shouldn't we work together to solve world problems? Shouldn't we come together to celebrate world celebrations instead of always finding the things to push us apart and, and how you're different there. Thus, I'm going to punch you. You're different there. Thus, I'm going to launch a missile at you. I'm going to blow up a car. I'm going to have a suicide, but whatever it is, I think podcasting is a very small thing in the world, but that's where changes start. That's where people in wherever hear you three, three American women talking about technology And they find out they have something in common with you guys. And all of a sudden the world gets a little bit smaller. That's why I encourage Actually, I'm I'm French in my heart. Just just saying. I'm trying to, I'm French. (laughs) Well, I I will agree with Sandoval in one regard. We're spoiled in that we can get together every month and do something that we enjoy. 
Mm-hmm. And, and that's that's like uh, like like Kim said. That's just absolutely amazing that we can do that and get an audience that I mean it may not be that many, but they, it is around the world. We get people from all from different countries that listen to us. Well, Leo Malley's um, in Australia. I mean, he's from Oz, so I I know. And I and you know we've become good friends, and we don't always agree. I mean, Vicky and I have had our (laughs) disagreements. But that's what makes it interesting. Even Tim called me me out on that Windows uh, tablet. (laughs) (laughs) You out of your mind? Yeah, thank you. I thought so too. But you know, most of the time. Um, you know, that's what makes it fun, too. You don't want just to speak with people I, that agree I with everything. That, I think the four of us don't have any, uh, any problem with people disagreeing with us. That's no, fine. I don't. I, that's no. fine. I have no problems with that. But one of you the know, reasons why I wanted to do this, especially for the three of us, is to show the world that you can be an older woman, because, you know, we're all in our 50s. You can be an older woman and understand technology. Because I was so tired of hearing people say, well, even my grandma could do that. That used to make me livid. I knew it wasn't <laughs> meant as an insult. I knew, I knew what the person meant. It still made me livid because I am of grandma age and I can do it. When I, I could tell you as uh, someone that I, I'll, I'll admit, I don't listen to every show, but I don't listen to anybody's every show. Um, when I listen to you three, I'm not listening to you three because you're women. I'm listening to you and it's because of the subject matter. And when you guys are talking heavy tech stuff, I'm thinking of the heavy tech stuff. I'm not thinking of, Oh, it's three women talking. That's immaterial. And that's what I enjoy about what you guys do. And that's kind of why I wanted to talk about this a little bit, that when a douchebag reduces your arguments to spoiled, it pisses me off. And I think that, you know, you're going to get called out for it and they should be called out for it. And you have every right to call them out for it because the content that you produce Let's be honest, a lot of times it doesn't matter what your gender is. It matters what the content is. And that's why I listen, and I bet that's why most people listen. Maybe it's the term, three geeky ladies that brings them in. It's the name, sure. But that's not what keeps them there. It's the three of you talking. And we appreciate that, Tim. And that would be a good time for us to wrap up. um, Because we know, Tim, you need to be somewhere else in a few minutes. So if anybody wants to get in touch with you, Tim, how would they do so? Uh, easiest way is on Twitter. It's at MyMac um, or simply email uh, publisher at MyMac.com. And if you're a podcaster or want to be podcaster, this the technical aspects are like, oh, I don't know if I, I can do that RSS and uh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Reach out. You know, it's, it's, it's not a lot to it. But at the end of the day, it's about recording something and getting it out there for the world to hear. And that's what I like to help people with. Mm-hmm. And we make good friends along the way, too, which is a wonderful added benefit. We have, like we said earlier, we have wonderful listeners, and we want to thank each and every one of you for listening, because you guys are the greatest, male and female. You guys are the greatest. If you want to reach Suze, Vicky, or me, you can find all our contact information at 3geekyladies.com with the number three spelled out. Again, we want to thank Tim for joining us. Yeah, thank you, Tim. And Thanks for having me. I, I had a 
was a lot of fun. Yes, it was interesting. <laughs> it was interesting conversation. So again, thank and you. And I'll, I'll be gone. I'll be gone for the next two and a half months. So yeah. it'll be just you guys. Yep. So two geeky ladies. Two geeky ladies. <laughs> and it'll be two geeky ladies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, Suze will be Somewhere able to join us. Yes. Hopefully, she'll be able to join us now and then. But if not, you'll hear from Vicky and I soon. And we want to thank you again so much for listening. And we'll talk to you next time. Hey, David, this week on TechFan, let's talk about Apple. Uh, don't like it. Yeah, okay. Uh, Windows? We can talk about Windows. Boring. Um, yeah, you know, there's there's a lot of cool things in 3D printing going on. We could we could talk really? about... Cool? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, uh, what about, like, uh, Raspberry Pi? We've we've discussed that in the past. It's TechFan. No. Uh, you're, you're just being difficult now. What do you want to talk about this week on TechFan? How about we talk about Apple, and then a little bit about Microsoft, and then the Raspberry Pi? You suck. <laughs> <laughs>